0: Are you tired of your content not getting the reach it deserves? Change that at Grow With Video Summit. From May 23rd through the 25th, join industry leaders like Gary Vee, Ali Abdal, Patrick Bet David, Cody Sanchez, and more for strategies that will elevate your visibility and engagement. So go to summit.thinkmedia.com to secure your ticket. Just click the link in the description or go to summit.thinkmedia.com. Is the brand new social media app Threads going to kill Twitter as a YouTube creator is threads a waste of your time or an opportunity for you to grow your brand? You know threads reached thirty million users within one day and eventually reached past a hundred million users. So it would be unwise to ignore this historic growth and although my focus is on YouTube, I already have over nineteen thousand followers on threads. And I've learned a few things. So in this video, I'm going to share 12 facts, tips and strategies that you need to know as it pertains to threads of how to be smart, how to not miss an opportunity, but also how to stay focused and ultimately approach this platform right Today's episode is brought to you by Tube1kchallenge.com, but more on that later. Let's get into number one, which is sign up for Threads and secure your handle. So, Threads is a brand new platform launched by Meta, who now owns Facebook and Instagram and Threads. It's clearly a copy or a direct competitor to Twitter. It's causing all kinds of drama, whereas uh, Twitter's already launched a lawsuit against Meta um, in regards to this. But nevertheless, the growth is incredibly fast. And minimum, I would suggest that you sign up for Threads and secure your handle. Now, the interesting thing about this new social media platform is that it's connected to your Instagram. So if you already have an Instagram, you just go into your app store for Android or iPhone, download the Threads app, and then they pretty much link up. It's pretty chill. And if anything, you could just come back to this later. Do You have to go You could post like one thread you could just get it set up i'm not sure if someone would be allowed to steal your handle because if they didn't steal your handle on instagram this is assuming you have an instagram then i don't think there's a way to change your name on threads i'm not sure but tip for any social media platform secure the bag secure your handle on the platforms you're not even active on because who knows someday you may want to be active there and fortune favors the fast number two. Leverage the Threads Instagram integration because Threads uh, integrates with Instagram. Not only can you link your accounts, but you also can sync your bio and your profile picture. So it all happens pretty much instantly. You also can transfer your verification. So if you are verified on Instagram or paying for the advanced features to get that blue check and some of the other things that transfers over, which is um, kind of a cool feature The streamlinedness of it all is what I think has made it attractive to so many people that are active on Instagram. Threads also provides an instant built-in community for users, giving you the option to follow everyone that you already follow on Instagram. So it makes it easier to grow your following quickly. A big key, if you are active on Instagram and if you have any following whatsoever on Instagram, I think it makes sense to be a part of Threads if you have never started an instagram then this whole thing might you know be a waste of your time for the season you're in at this moment um you already haven't secured your handle on ig you already haven't you know gone down that path but i know a lot of people in the think media podcast community are already active on Instagram. It may be one of your main platforms to socialize and share and jump in the DMs and do all kinds of stuff. So the fact they're integrated, that is a big advantage. So growing on threads is easier if you have an existing following on Instagram as followers on Instagram automatically join threads and notifications are sent to followers when someone they follow joins threads. Now I'll hit this later, but also the fact that these are connected makes it easy to, for example, post a thread, which is text-based or photo-based or image-based, and then share that as an Instagram profile post or story. So threads is not like starting from scratch, nowhere near close to that. They're starting with the full force of meta Facebook behind them, all of those developers, all that infrastructure, and all of that integration. Number three, take some time after you've signed up to explore the app and understand the culture. So different platforms have different cultures. They have a different vibe. They have a different dress code. You would dress one way if you go to In N Out Burger on the West Coast. You dressed another way if you went to a five star restaurant at the four seasons. You're going to be in, you know, suit jacket. You're going to be in a ball gown. Whereas at In N Out, you might be in flip-flops and tank tops. So different different apps have different cultures. One of the things at least initially and at the time of recording this podcast, Threads, is like a week old, it's pretty young, so so it'll change, but threads definitely has a different culture compared to Twitter. It's focusing more on um raw, organic positive at this point because there's not any bots there. There's not a lot of trolls or spam or anything like that there, and they are discouraging politics and hard news, whereas Twitter is kind of like a news first platform, trending hashtags, trending headlines to Twitter. I like Twitter for news whereas Threads is more like let's go hang with the homies and right now it's kind of like this pop-up party that has a lot of energy from being brand new. The other thing is it's a really a non-marketing environment and Meta has said that they are not going to even allow monetization people to pay for ads like you can pay for ads to advertise on Instagram or Facebook until a billion users on threads, which would be like over double Twitter's entire user base. So the big question is, will threads continue to rise? Will the buzz burn off or will it surpass Twitter's growth because of the fact that Facebook's got like 3 billion users. Instagram's got like 2.5. Twitter's got like 300 million. So we'll see where it all goes. But nevertheless, number three is take some time to explore the app and understand the culture. Number four, out of 12 tips, facts, and strategies regarding jumping on threads, should you, is it worth it? Number four, post engaging content that is shareworthy. So that's kind of a universal tip, but the, the, what what do I share on threads? Well, Number five, stick to a niche. Stick to a niche. So you should already, if you're lis- listening to the Think Media podcast, you should already be clear about who, who it is you serve, what problem do you solve. If you aren't, you gotta go to findyourtopic.com and watch that class. Because like, knowing who, what you're even doing online, what problem you solve, what is your money plan, what's the bigger vision, what's, what are you actually building? What value do you provide to people? Is it education or entertainment? All of that kind of stuff. So if number five, you stick to a niche, to grow on threads, it's recommended to have a niche, a reason to people follow you, a specific area of expertise. You might say, Sean, that's easy for you to say because you're the YouTube guy. You're the author of YouTube Secrets. Well, yeah, it is easy for me to say because I jump on threads and it's like, well, how do you know what to post? What I always post, tips on YouTube, tips on online video, tips for branding, tips for personal branding related to online video, tech, maybe prime day just happened, all that kind of stuff. And then a little bit of lifestyle, because there's relational, a little bit of, uh, I share my faith, a few things about just leadership, stuff I'm passionate about. I ask questions, I'm engaging, but but I know my niche, what's yours? So number five, stick to your niche. I know I'm jumping backwards. Number four, post engaging content that's shareworthy, but ideally, you want to post engaging content that's shareworthy related to your area of expertise, topics and text content around your niche. And the cool thing is engagement is up, if only for the start. And we'll see how this plays out. And I'll get to some points later to, well, what if it ends up failing in the end? Well, who knows? But what are you going to do to sit there on the sidelines and watch? Here's the fact of the moment, engagement is up. It's been wild to test the difference between Twitter where some people are disillusioned with Twitter, engagement's going down on Twitter, there's a lot of noise on Twitter, some people love Twitter, a lot of people hate Twitter. Here's the fact, Thread's engagement is pretty wild because people are, are, are over there partying, they're there. They're um, And it's brand new, there's less people there than anywhere. The algorithm is trying to provide a great experience for you and others using it. So there's a lot of reasons engagement is up. So fortune favors the fast. If you move fast, there's some opportunities there. So number four, post engaging content that's shareworthy. Number five, stick to a niche. Number six, wisely repurpose content on threads. Keyword, wisely. So I think one of the biggest mistakes you can make is just indiscriminately repurposing content across social media. Like you're just a robot. Like there's no heart to it. There's no soul to it. However, there's, I went to like my Twitter and I go to my analytics and I look at some of the best posts text-based and I'm like, cool, there's some content and I'll drop that on threads. Now I'm not just doing it in a row. I'm humanly going to look at things that I've taken, put my hard energy into writing, lessons I've learned, and I've tested that it's, it's worked elsewhere. It's worked on Twitter. Text posts have worked on Facebook. Text posts have worked on the YouTube community tab. So always trying to come up with an original idea, man, I'm underslept. I'm trying to take care of these two and a half year old and this nine year old trying to sip enough coffee. It's kind of hard to get something great out of my brain. I want to leverage something that maybe I've already written. It's it's something I've written, something that is somewhere else. Why not share that on threads? So wisely just means you're doing it intentionally. You're being thoughtful. So you could repurpose your best content from tweet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram captions onto threads, and that could be an effective strategy to creating some engaging content a little bit easier. And what I'm doing is, and and by the way, if you wanna kinda look at my threads history, at Sean Cannell is the same as um, Instagram, at Sean Cannell rhymes with YouTube channel on the video version of this podcast. You can see it in the lower right-hand corner. Um, I'm over there on threads, and I'm asking questions in between and um engage with other people and then going deep and so wisely number six repurpose content on threads number seven start conversations and answer questions so an opportunity here is to ask genuine questions have genuine conversations and engage with other users these are key strategies to creating dialogue that builds connections on threads and what i've learned is that um at this moment, especially, it's it's pretty cool. It's, it's because it's like, this is what you know for sure. This is, um, what's exciting about a new platform is if there's no bots there yet, and there's no like people have followed you over the last seven years, but they they stopped engaging. They followed you, but then they deleted their account. They followed you and, you know, something's happened where they're no longer there. So you're like, okay, I've amassed a certain number of followers or subscribers, but that doesn't mean like the engagement's really there and like they're actually, you know, engaged, active. Whereas when a platform is brand new, there's a whole nother level of energy and real humans on the other side of like every interaction. Even when I started a new YouTube channel, the Think Media Podcast channel, it's very blessed or blessed to have over a hundred thousand subscribers but it's wild that the engagement in a lot of ways is better than my 2 million subscriber channel because that one's 10 years old and it has a lot of different topics we've talked about and lessons we've learned and people that have you know as crazy as it sounds there's probably subscribers that are subscribed to think media that are actually dead you didn't expect me to go there but you know what i mean like it's kind of weird you're like over like Unfortunately, they subscribed and they've passed away. They've, you know, and it's going to be hard for a dead person to, you know, comment back and engage with you. And so ultimately, when you have a brand new platform, there's like a freshness, whereas basically every follower, and I know it's integrated with Instagram, but basically every follower, basically every new subscriber on a new YouTube channel is choosing to do so in a shorter window of time. All that to say is that the conversations are legit. It's a really great place to have some really engaging um, dialogue. And this is a big opportunity. So for the YouTube creator, why would I use this? Well, is it going to help you grow your YouTube channel? Not necessarily, but it is going to help you go deeper with people who already care about what it is you're doing. If people have chosen to follow you on Instagram and then they connect over with you on threads, that just very may will be the place where they ultimately... uh, start something where you were kind of a surface relationship to them or they sort of forgot about you and here's what i've been seeing which is really cool threads is it's a revival of people i haven't connected with in years it is uh a lot of people that are being kind of surfaced to the top that the instagram algorithm which is now full of not the people you really follow but mainly vertical videos of like whatever you like, kittens, snowboarding, you know, it's like all reels of stuff. That's just like fashion, weird cap cut edits and like a bunch of stuff. It's not in the people you follow. And Facebook is all this sponsored posts and all this stuff. You barely see your family members posts. You know, all these algorithms, Twitter's got all kinds of whatever going, why am I being shown what I'm being shown? What's happening on threads right now is like a big party it's like a big family reunion potentially. And like, like, hey, bro, I haven't seen you in a long time. Like, yeah, we're connected on Instagram, but like, I haven't actually seen you. Like the the school got too big. Like the, you know, the business got too big. We don't run into each other at the water cooler anymore. Like what what's happening right now on threads is like people are running to each other at the water cooler. New connections, but also maybe old people from years, depending on how long you've been on social media, that you can start conversations answer questions, and have authentic dialogue. Number eight, it is a text-based platform like Twitter. It's primarily focused on text-based content. But number eight, you also can post images, videos, and links. And so a couple things I've noticed. One, images, pretty cool, similar to anywhere. Just drop an image. I've done stuff with a little bit of family stuff. Um, I have posted to a YouTube video. I uploaded the thumbnail and I posted the link to the YouTube video. And what I love about this is that workflow, like clicking a link to a YouTube video, so clean. It did not really, it just took you straight to the YouTube app. It it didn't like give you four different blocks. Like, are you sure you wanna leave the platform? You're like, yes. Then it opens it up inside of threads and you're not even logged in and you're super frustrated. And like links perform incredibly well. It's a clean, very simple, very basic place right now. So one of the downsides some people are saying is it lacks 99% of the features that Twitter has. Well, it makes sense, because when developing software, it takes time to build out features, build out different dynamics. Key is you could share images, you could share links. I don't recommend just linking to stuff, but if you're engaging and dialoguing and conversing, why not also add more value? And well, here's what I've also seen, is if you've got good valuable videos in your library, already related to your expertise expertise your profession if you start conversations one of my favorite things to do is like you know how do you need help on youtube or what are you struggling with someone might say i'm struggling with this then i think i've got a video on that so i go hey i think this will help and i link one person to one video i don't think enough people think about social media that way you're posting videos on youtube hoping you go viral when what you should be doing is not just that but like making one-on-one connections on social media with people, and then personally sharing with them a video that answers their specific que- question, helps them with their specific pain point, not in a spammy way, in a personal way. Like very much, you know, they go, I'm not sure. Like one of the videos we did was, uh, that I did was, you know, when to quit and when to pivot. And it was based on the dip. It's I'll, we'll link it up in the show notes of this podcast. It's a very powerful episode because sometimes people are frustrated. You've been doing YouTube for one, two, three years. It hasn't broken through. Should you quit? Should you pivot? When's the right time? What are the questions to assess that? So that came up on threads. So I linked to that video, especially because I couldn't really respond uh, with all the nuances in text, but I've got a video for that. And hopefully the user on the other side personally was handed a video by me that in a relational context, never underestimate the power of what you could do for one person, rather than focusing on trying to get a million views, think about making one meaningful connection at a time. I think Threads is an opportunity to do that right now. And if you've got a video in your library, rather than just blanketly being like, go watch my video, I'm talking about start conversations as you discern people's pain points, then personally share a video with them. What's one view worth? Not much in YouTube ad revenue, but everything as it pertains to serving someone, connecting with a human, really adding value and having things be personalized. And then when it comes to, I think it's like a 500 character limit on text. You know, you could post a photo. Videos I think could be five minutes. And this was one of my favorite things I used to do all the time on Twitter, is also if you're doing Q and A, or asking how you can serve people, or you wanna respond to somebody, you can respond with a video. The way that I do it was I just recorded a one to two minute answer right on my phone. It's then saved in my iPhone library. And then I click reply and I click the little paper clip and I say add video. And then my response, if I couldn't think of a concise way to say it in text, I then shared a link to that video or just uploads right to threads and talk about again, personalized connection. So if you're in real estate, you can say, hey, what, what questions do you have about buying a house right now? Answer one person with one question, share a video, you know, share some text, share a video from your library. And the fact that you can, again, upload videos is another option. So number eight is leverage images, leverage videos, leverage links, and leverage text. Number nine, connect, reconnect, and build community. So I kind of already touched this one, connect with people, reconnect. You'll be surprised, depending on how active you are on social, You'll be shocked how many people kind of resurface and again it's going to be a smaller number than your Instagram followers cuz not everyone will move to Threads or has moved to Threads but those who have made the intentional decision to do that to do so. So that's why it's a legit party cuz like everybody who's walked into the Threads mansion is actually there like ready to talk and connect and you know intentional about it. So there's a chance to connect with pe- new people reconnect with old people, refresh the relationship and build community. Number 10. Use this moment to reach out to hard to reach people. So, first mover's advantage. One of the things that mistakes people make is they wait on the sidelines for too long. There is something about not getting crazy distracted and like ignoring your priorities, but using a little bit of your R&D time, your research and development time, your extra time to uh, you know, get out there and network a little bit, and maybe you wanted to have somebody on your show, reach out to them on threads. Maybe it's too noisy on Twitter. They're not over there. Their DMs are too full on Instagram, general or primary. Their DMs on Facebook, they haven't been there in a while. Their email inbox is inundated. So let's say you wanted to collab with somebody, interview somebody, reach out to somebody, connect with somebody. This is definitely the moment to do that. If that person's on threads, and again, you're not just going some hard spam, hard sell. You're 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 creating genuine connections. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about like his dollar eighty rule, which is leave your two cents. So I don't know why it's a dollar eighty, um, but go do that to hundred people's accounts if you want to really connect and build even a following on a new platform. Well, you might say, well, Sean, I'm at I'm, I'm at zero. How can I grow from zero? Well, in your niche. All the way back to number five stick to a niche no know, know your zone no your know your lane like me doing video um i could debate i could jump into conversations about the new sony a6700 versus the fx series and and share my take i can jump into conversations about social media i could jump into some conversations about running a small business and not just like dropping a fire emoji or something but actually share your two cents your meaningful two cents And when somebody sees your thought leadership, your point of view, your take, or they see your thoughtful kindness and response and appreciation, that can lead to serious connections. So use this moment, number 10, to reach out to hard to reach people and also use this moment to, again, not just post, but converse, go throughout threads. Maybe there's people you want to build a relationship deeper with. Um, my favorite form of networking is not some weird transaction based thing. It's just like the constant farming of investing in relationships with no expectations, but knowing that good things happen when you cultivate and you build relationships, not because you want something because you're just like, man, this person's cool. Like maybe someday, like I got an event, grow a video live, by the way, get on the wait list, grow with video live.com. It's coming back 2024. And. Last year, we had Gary Vee and Alex Hermozy and Patrick Bed David speak there. And maybe you think about characters like that, you'd be like, man, I can't even imagine ever ever doing something with them. Well, the, the idea would be to cultivate relationships with those individuals, even over years, if possible. And how do you do that? Well, one of the ways would be to be just showing up in a meaningful way and at different touch points, not to have like some weird, pushy, transactional mindset, but just to have a, an investment mindset. And again, when threat, when something new like threads is not noisy at all, it's, it's hot, there's a lot of engagement happening, but it's not noisy in terms of ads, nothing happening on the side. It's a stripped down version 1.0 type of an app. This could be the time that you could reach out to hard to reach people. Maybe it's a biz partner, a collab, somebody you've always, I was just on someone's show they literally told me too. They said, we have tried to reach you. We've probably sent you 55 messages on LinkedIn DMs, which is a good point because I'm like, guess what? I saw zero of those. I'm sorry. I'm busy. No excuse. I just, I'm not really in my LinkedIn DMs. Get it? So your point could be maybe there's somebody you've always wanted to connect with. This could be your moment. Number 11, out of 12, avoid cynicism, negativity, and headline reading. So if you already made it this far, you're clearly curious and and considering that it could be worth your time to test out threads. But what's unfortunate with a lot of people is they just go, oh, this is so dumb. We don't need another social media platform. Oh, this is just a copy of Twitter. Oh, this is just going to fail. Mark's dumb. Elon's dumb. Just some billionaires that are going to fight in the UFC. This is dumb. Okay, until it isn't. Like you could be right, but also you might be wrong, and you also probably haven't really done research. You may have just read headlines, and I think that honestly, cynicism and negativity and headline reading is is ultimately not helpful. Now you got to do you. So if you're like, listen, my business is good, my YouTube channel's good, my income's good, I'm I'm content, I'm happy. There's no one I want to reach out to, and. I don't really want to go deeper with my community and, you know, I'm busy enough for it right now. Well, fine. If if you really are self-aware and and calmly thoughtfully making smart strategic decisions for yourself and your business, I wouldn't that's the only thing I would ever encourage. But but a lot of people they just get really cynical and and just jump to quick conclusions. When jumping to any concrete conclusions, it's way too early in the game to do that. So like the future is ultimately uncertain. Is Twitter going to die? I don't think so. But maybe it goes down by a death of a million cuts if it keeps offending people or keeps having like the they're doing stuff like the um uh, there's issues with ads, there's bot accounts, they're limiting viewing limits, like how many tweets you could view in a day, paid verification. A lot of people have negative sentiment towards Twitter, but that could turn around. Twitter could go down, and then you'll be really gr- grateful that you didn't just like sync with the Titanic, but you diversified a little bit and got into threads. There's a lot of different futures. So I think it's smart to just be thoughtful about, okay, what move could I make here? And so this is your choice. You could risk nothing and gain nothing, or you could jump in and create a first mover's advantage. So, you know, Twitter has been experiencing a decline in engagement and user satisfaction over the past few years. There is some negative perception there. And the the limited daily tweet views and the prevalence of bots, and sometimes maybe how even toxic it can feel. Some people are like, I love the good vibes of threads and it also feels more human and, but who knows? So risk nothing and gain nothing or jump in and create a first movers advantage. For this sophisticated content creator, business owner, it's a little bit further along. There's no reason you can't be in both places. How can I be there? Well, I've got a team supporting me, meaning I've got editing outsourced. You know, I've got thumbnails help and outsourced now. I've got a lot of the description, a lot of the operations of customer service. There's a lot. There's a whole team. So I'm intentional as a leader to buy back my time so that I can test and experiment and invest in something like this. I'm not going crazy, but I am, I've i spent a significant amount of time over there. So I could even make an episode like this. I've tested it, I've tried it. You wanna avoid reading headlines from people who haven't even <laughs> jumped in and used the dang platform. It's funny how how much, like somebody doesn't even have a threads account and they got an opinion on it. They haven't even spent one, two, three, four, five, ten 10 hours. You know, it's only been a couple of weeks. So like maximum, you. I made a joke too. I made a joke post where I said my um, new threads ebook was coming out. It really confused about half the people. They were like, and I was like, this has been the hardest three years. This has taken me three years to go in this project, 10,000 hours. I'm so proud of the result, how to be, how to monetize like a boss on threads. And people were like, how could you have spent three years? It's only been out for 24 hours. And I was like, it's a joke, bro. It was, it's a joke. And then other people were like, You're lying. I'm like, I, well, yeah, but I mean, that's, it's, it's trying to, it's trying to be funny. Clearly I, I wasn't, I'm, I apologize. I'm just, you know, dad jokes over here. And so, um, all that to say is people can have opinions and they haven't even really done their research. They haven't checked things out. You know, one of the deeper things that is also could be very interesting here is this activity pub, pub integration. So activity pub, without going into it this is kind of a whole, like most people don't know about this. Activity pub integration and threads allows interaction between Instagram threads, Instagram threads, and other platforms like Mastodon. It's a whole nother can of worms. So it potentially is benefiting an open internet. And experts are saying we're actually resetting the internet right now, moving into a new era where essentially we might step into a social media world where your followers could pop up anywhere. Like the followers, like maybe Mark will keep, Mark Zuckerberg will keep opening new platforms that have different features, but you can carry your Instagram following to, to threads, to platform X, to platform Y. And people that don't even have that platform can still interact with you. This might be kind of mind numbing and you're saying, Sean, what are you even saying? What I'm saying is there's something deeper than the headlines. What most people aren't seeing is they're like, oh, this is just a... This is just a dumb copy. This is just this. This is just that. Everyone has like that really shallow view of things. This activity pub integration could really be a game changer. And it doesn't mean like threads is going to be the future, but activity pub and this kind of like open internet, I forget, they call it like the Threadiverse or something like that. And it's this idea that, again, you kind of can carry with you your followers, your identity across platforms. So you don't have to just build up another platform from scratch. And that uh, some people have criticized threads again. Oh, the only reason it grew is because it's growing on the back of Instagram. Yeah, I mean, probably true. But that, does that mean it's bad? And what are the implications of that? You know, what are the opportunities of that? And so, all that to say, 11, avoid cynicism, avoid negativity, avoid headline reading, do some research, do some testing, risk nothing, gain nothing, and potentially maybe create a place where, again, for the YouTube creator, YouTube's gotta be your focus. I really believe that. And you gotta focus on your IPAs, your income-producing activities. But people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And the the, the creators who win the future are gonna be creators who build community. And so when it's a one-way conversation of someone just watching a video and sure they can leave a comment, that doesn't even come close to a two-way conversation that could go down in a place like Threads. And remember, if you've been listening to the Think Media Podcast for any length of time, then you know that all you need is a thousand true fans. And so what would happen if one person at a time, one relationship at a time, one conversation at a time, you built your way up to a thousand true? fans. It could change everything. It could help you go full-time. I'm not I'm not trying to oversell or get you distracted by threads, but I am trying to attack, in my opinion, some of the shallow negativity and cynicism and headline reading that hasn't looked underneath the surface of how big this could be, or maybe it won't. But no risk, no reward. We'll get to number 12 in just a second. But um, I do want to invite you, if you haven't registered, to register at tube1kchallenge.com for our next five day YouTube challenge. Here's the fact you already know that, Sean, is it Tweds, uh, is it Threads, or is it Twitter? It's YouTube. You know, is it Facebook, or is it Instagram? It's YouTube. So YouTube is far and away the leader and the place that you should establish your content, your intellectual property, your show, your video podcast. YouTube is the place. These other platforms are are cool, but like they orbit around the center of the universe. YouTube, and then you've got Pluto. Sad, it's not even a planet anymore. You've got you know these other platforms um, that are orbiting the sun. But really, I really believe it. YouTube is is the hub. It's the home base. It is the number one place to be building your brand. And saying that, if you want to start or grow or trigger growth. Then definitely register for our free five day challenge, tube1kchallenge.com. It's five days long, five sessions, totally free. You're going to be learning from myself. We have some special guests, and it's all about how to get your first or next 1,000 subscribers and multiple different ways to set up passive income streams from YouTube and some of the latest stuff that's working right now. So check that out. And that is starting soon. And then brings us to number 12, which is focus and keep your priorities straight. So, I really believe in like the 80-20 principle. And in this context, I mean it like this. I would focus 80% of your time on your income producing activities and on your highest impact priorities. So YouTube would be that. It'd be like, okay, am I getting my video podcast out? Am I getting my videos? Am I ranking my videos? Am I I creating search-based videos connected to passive income streams? Is my money right, my business right, my brand right? Am I investing in long-term things? Am I investing in the fact that I can make a video today on YouTube and it'll pay me tomorrow and a year from now and five years from now? If I've done that, am I 80% of my time? 20% of your time could be research and development. So focus and keep your priorities straight. Sean, are you saying threads should be your number one priority? Far from it. Like I'm not, I'm not not even close in the conversation. I just think it is... And I wanted to do this episode. I think it's relevant to talk about. I don't think it should just be thrown out and I don't think it's dumb. I think it's legit and it could be interesting. Time will tell, but you got to be willing, you know, the R and D department of a business is willing to have experiments fail. The research and the development department is willing to invest time, money, and energy, even if it doesn't succeed. Because what they realize is like Thomas Edison, I tried 10,000 ways that didn't work to find the one that did. So will threads fail? Maybe, but what if it becomes the new king and you get in early? That's just your R&D time. You don't just drop everything when you're experimenting. It would be too early to do that wisely because we're unsure. People made that mistake with Clubhouse. I don't regret all the time I spent on Clubhouse, right? You might not even remember Clubhouse, but I've met people in person since then, since the Clubhouse days. Many, in fact, I've talked to people They're like, oh, you know, we had a conversation on clubhouse. So even though that platform is gone, we, it was still about forward progress, but I'm okay if some of my experiments fail, that's my 20% of my research and development time, but focus and keep your priorities straight. And so know that the same summation of this episode is I do think you should dip your toes in the threads ocean, claim your profile. You know, they, they were rewarding people that got in it under a million, now under 10 million, and the number with which you join becomes a, a link underneath your Instagram profile, creates a little bit of FOMO. There's some smart things they're doing with the launch, but keep your priorities straight. I think you dip your toes in there, but you know, subscribe if you're not subscribed, like this episode or rate and review, depending on where you're listening to the Think Media Podcast. And the future is forward and the future is YouTube, but these other platforms, they are some support platforms that I think can do some interesting things and that's my take on threads. What's your take? If you're on the YouTube video, I'm curious. Let me know in the comments. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Have you started it? If you want to connect with me on threads, at Sean Cannell. But the one thing to do is make sure to join us for the tube1challenge.com. I'll see you in the next Think Media podcast.